1: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Uh, hopefully you guys had a great weekend and, uh, you know, ate some beef and watched some football and all that good stuff. Uh, oh, man, I, I you guys have probably noticed on Twitter um, that this year we had the first annual No Gimmicks Podcast Fantasy Football League, which is pretty great. And I'm, of course, you know, as your humble host, I'm the commissioner of the league. We've got a uh, we got a bunch of people you guys would know uh, in the league. We've got uh, the failing New York Times uh, has a team. Uh, Aaron Bandler from Jewish Journal has a team. JJ Leahy has a team, and then a couple of uh, a couple of listeners have a team. Uh, Shane Karen and Ty Travis, shout out to you guys. You're awesome. Um, yeah, and your boy is two and zero. Just off to a nice fresh two and zero start to the season. Can't complain about that. And what's even better is yesterday I had the pleasure of going up going up against my friend, the failing New York Times, and I beat the living hell out of them. I mean, we all know the New York Times is failing, but, why, I mean, this was an epic failure. I beat him like 160 to 70 or something like that. Like, it was just a, man, it, it was a beatdown. So shout out to the failing New York Times. You failed again. Uh, thank you for that. <laughs> all right, before we get, we have a lot to get to. Um, all the uh, in the new allegations against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Um, before we get to our guest, oh, by the way, we had uh, Jeremy Frankel from the Daily Wire on, a good friend of mine. Uh, I always enjoy talking to him. Before we get to Jeremy, I want to say hi to our sponsors over at Seventeen Seventy Six United. These guys are my absolute favorite conservative apparel country company in the country great stuff. I just got my package in the mail uh, from all the stuff I ordered last week. It is all great. I mean, I got a whole bunch of dope-ass stuff. I got the uh, George Washington flag tank. Wore that yesterday. Pretty awesome. My favorite shirt I got from him actually was a... It's a super cool design. It just has every signature from every uh, uh, signer of the Declaration of Independence. Super cool, super creative. But yeah, everybody check out 1776united.com. They have any kind of uh, any, anything you need for men and women, tanks, tees, uh, hoodies, all kinds of stuff. Whatever you need, they have. All their stuff is great quality. It's all conservative, patriotic, designs. super creative. They are the best. 1776united.com. Remember to use the promo code gimmicks. That is the promo code gimmicks. That gets you 15% off at 1776united.com. I also want to say hi to our friends over at Premier Vapor. If you smoke and you want to quit, or if you vape already, you have to check out Premier Vapor. They have the largest selection of premium e-liquid anywhere in the country. They have any kind of battery, mod, tank, coil, anything you need for your vape setup, they have. It is all the best prices in the business, the best products in the business. Um, you can check them out at Lounge.com. That is premiervaporandlounge.com. They will give you free shipping on all orders over 35 bucks. And if you're in northwest Ohio or if you're driving through, they have physical locations in Perrysburg, and Holland, Ohio. Uh, so check them out in person. And both of their uh, physical stores have some awesome deals on e liquid right now. Really, really great prices. So check them out. Uh, if not, premiervaporandlounge.com. And if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter. At No Gimmicks Pod, please subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. Please give us a five-star rating and a good review. We'd really appreciate that. If you want to get involved, if you like what you're hearing and want to get involved, check us out on Patreon. That's patreoncom slash Podcast. You can contribute monthly over there, and there's some awesome incentives uh, if you choose to do so. All right, without further ado, here is my chat with Jeremy Frankel. <laughs> All right, guys. We're here with my friend Jeremy Frankel from the Daily Wire. Jeremy, it's been a while.
0: It has. How are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm doing good, man. I'm doing real good. Thanks for uh, and and for all the listeners. Uh, Jeremy's pinch hitting for us. We had a guest had to had to cancel about a half hour ago, so I was scrambling, and uh, Jeremy jumped on Skype on like five minutes notice. So, uh, I definitely appreciate it, man. <laughs> Thanks. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's jump right into the big news of the day. And that are, that is the accusation. Uh, that came out, I believe, last night against Brett Kavanaugh, the nominee, the Supreme Court nominee. Um, the Democrats are really, really desperate to sink Brett Kavanaugh's nomination. Um, last week, Dianne Feinstein, the senator for, from uh, California, and the ranking Democrat on the uh, Judicial Subcommittee, said she received an allegation from an anonymous person that claimed that uh, Brett Kavanaugh had sexually assaulted her when they were in high school. Um, and then last night, uh, the person came forward, her name's Christine Ford, a college professor out in California, um, that she alleges that when she was 15 and Kavanaugh was 17, that Kavanaugh, at a party, they were both drunk, and Kavanaugh um, tried to force himself on her. Um, I don't know. My initial reaction is that this is a Hail Mary from the Democrats. Um, I, I Obviously, Christine Ford didn't provide any evidence or anything like that. It's just the claim Um, I don't know. Is this just a Hail Mary or is there any substance here? I'll tell you
0: my first reaction when I heard this for someone who the worst they've had since Kavanaugh was nominated, the worst the Democrats have had for the past two plus months, whether it's three months, is that he bought baseball tickets. Yeah, this is pretty. This is pretty out of nowhere. And if they had something like this since July, whether it's true or not, the fact that they sat on this until now. I, I think the proof is in the
1: pudding, right? And that—that's that's the strangest thing to me. I mean, Diane Feinstein has had had this information for six weeks now. Um, if I mean, if you have credible evidence or something of a sexual assault, you don't sit on it for six weeks and then uh, release it at the most politically opportune time. You'd want to get those allegations out there as quickly as possible. Um, so, I mean, it just smells like politics to me. It smells like dirty politics. Obviously, the Democrats have been playing. Uh, politics with judicial nominees for a long time, going back to Robert Bork. And obviously the with the Anita Hill situation, they, they tried to take down Clarence Thomas. But that turned out to be BS, and obviously Thomas went on to become probably the best Supreme Court justice ever. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, Diane Feinstein, it just doesn't pass the smell test to me. Um, like you said, why would she sit on it for this long? Um I, and like obviously we talked about in the last show, the FBI declined to even investigate this. Um, even if they did, I don't think these allegations are even provable. I mean, how would you provide evidence for something like this? Something that happened allegedly thirty-five years ago.
0: There's no way to do it, and that's the point. You know, they get it's a narrative. In the end of the day, it's going to be a narrative, and they're trying to get the GOP in a bind. If they cave, then they're going to be able to do this to anyone else. If they don't cave, then they can just say, "Oh, the GOP hates me too," or something like that, and. As I said, the worst they found was um, the fact that he bought a lot of baseball tickets. And last week they had him under oath. And the best thing they can do was the Cory Booker Spartacus moment, which just turned into a joke and complete memeable. It's it's crazy. And like, keep in mind, this is the same thing that they did to Jim Jordan two months ago. Right. It fizzled out, and now Jordan's back in good standing, running for speaker. Cavanaugh Kavanaugh, to me, does, he seems like an upstanding guy. He was not my first choice, so I admit he was absolutely not my first choice. Right. Uh, my first choice actually was sort of tied between uh, Amy Coney Barrett and Mike Lee. Um, but that being said, if they cave on this, even if they were to nominate Barrett or Lee, it's a terrible precedent, Which so I think it's a bad idea.
1: I mean, that precedent would be insane. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that precedent, if that precedent is set, I mean, American politics collapses. You know, I mean, like, they're basically—they want to establish the precedent that Democrats can do whatever they want. Like, Keith mm-hmm. Ellison, the, you know, the uh, the deputy chair of the DNC, beat the holy hell out of his girlfriend. Um, that was completely buried. You know, that's totally fine. And Bob Menendez, the senator from New Jersey, obviously he's credibly accused of uh, uh, hiring underage hookers <laughs> in a foreign country. The guy has one for, foot out for, of jail. For, and, for they, wealthy, and... and that's completely buried. Nobody called for his— Resignation or anything like that, but the, so the president they're trying to set is that Democrats can do whatever they want, but anybody can uh, issue any kind of claim against a Republican without any evidence. Exactly. And then that Republican is disqualified from office. I mean, that that's absolute insanity.
0: I mean, remember, he's also been through, I think it's six at this point in his career, um, FBI checks yeah, um, for the D.C. Circuit when he was working for Bush um, and throughout his career. The fact that this is just happening with the vote scheduled on Thursday is just beyond ridiculous. They had him under oath. They could have asked him if he was sitting on this from July. But I think she knows that this would have just fizzled and it wouldn't have amounted to anything. And then her case would have been dead in the water.
1: Right. And, you know, it's extremely hard to if you have some some skeletons in your closet, you're not passing one of these top level FBI background checks. And you're right. He passed six of them. And he's been in high levels of government. For a long time. He was a senior Mm -hmm. uh, advisor to George Bush, um, and he's been on the the D.C. uh, Court of Appeals for 12 years, the second highest court in the land. Um, So, look, and you never want to, and I'm not even talking about um, the accuser. I'm not even talking about the alleged victim, uh, Christine Ford. We haven't heard her speak yet. Obviously, we will get a chance, hopefully, to uh, hear her testify and lay out her evidence, if any. I doubt there is any. But, um, so I don't. I'm not trying to impugn her character or anything. Uh, I'm just talking about what we have in, in front of us, right? Like he, this man Kavanaugh. He's he's been in public life in high levels of government for a long, long time. No one's ever brought anything like this against him. I mean, he he's been at in important posts for 20 years, damn near. So it's I don't know, man. Like the chances that you know that this is credible, I I don't know. I'm just not seeing it. And uh, David French at National Review and Ben Shapiro at Daily Wire both said essentially the same thing, and I agree with both of them, that without evidence, this accusation isn't anywhere near enough to derail Kavanaugh's nomination. It's nowhere close. As um, as long as I don't Repo- even think
0: there's a way they could get more.
1: Right. Yeah, no, I agree. But obviously, just a claim with no evidence is not going to derail Kavanaugh unless the Republicans— bitch out <laughs> like that's unless they unless they they wimp out here which is a possibility you, you see jeff flake the execrable senator from arizona already waffling a little bit say i don't know you know maybe we should delay the vote this and that i don't know i i hope cocaine mitch mitch mcconnell does not cave um i don't know it, it's it's going to get really bad if the republicans do cave without any evidence who knows maybe christine ford will testify We'll bring evidence somehow that proves she's telling the truth. That's one thing. Obviously, if this is true, these allegations are true, then, yeah, I, I don't want Brett Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court. But if no evidence is provided and the and the Republicans cave, I don't know what happens, man. Things are going to get really ugly really fast.
0: I mean, the way the rule of law works is that the, the onus is on her to bring any kind of proof, innocent until proven guilty. Like, you can't prove a negative. But she can prove the positive. Right. Theoretically.
1: Right. And, I don't and know she if, has
0: no proof. That's her problem,
1: right? And I don't know if you saw this. It was just on just on Twitter a second ago before we started recording. But um, Chuck Grassley, who's the chairman of the the subcommittee, said he's he's been trying to reach Dianne Feinstein's office uh, to set up some phone calls with Christine Ford and set up uh, a, a date and time to uh, testify before the Senate and get her side of the story. And Feinstein's office is not um, cooperating with Chuck Grassley.
0: Yeah, I heard that. I heard about this morning it's clearly a, a political witch hunt and again i mean say whatever you want about i'm not going to relitigate that i'm not even going to get into it about the uh, roy moore saga from last year but the fact that they were able to do that and whatever whatever it is he, he may have been guilty he may have not i'm not going to get into that but the fact that they they saw blood in the water means that they know they can do that to anyone
1: right and with roy moore th- there weren't any there wasn't any like concrete evidence or whatever like material evidence that he had Had inappropriate relationships with those women or girls, I should say. But there were there was kind of some evidence, like they did find evidence, like R.K. him and an accuser were at the same place at the same time, like that kind of stuff. That that at least muddied the water. And that's not really
0: evidence either. It's not really evidence,
1: but it's something. Like it is,
0: like at least be honest. (laughs) Once he lost, you never, you never heard from those people again. That's what. There were a lot of red flags. I mean, I guess we'll never know. Not really the point, Right. but the point is that it sets a terrible, terrible precedent.
1: Right. And I don't know, man. But I'm not
0: surprised Jeff Flake uh, (laughs) bailed out on this. After the Roy Moore thing, he posted on Twitter like a hashtag country before party and donates to Moore's opponent who's like a radical abortionist.
1: Right. No, yeah. Doug Jones. That's not
0: principle. That's just a hack.
1: Yeah, you're just a hack. I mean, Doug Jones i I absolutely understand not voting for either one of them or not donating to either one of their campaigns, but yeah, Doug Jones is in favor of partial birth abortion. I mean that's a radical leftist position so uh, a a allegedly pro-life Republican like Jeff Flake donating money to uh, his campaign was was pretty gross. Um, but I don't know I, I yeah. hope I hope I mean hope... I
0: would I would have voted for I would have voted for more to be honest. I don't live in Alabama it doesn't matter, but I understand why people didn't
1: right. or wouldn't. Right. I I hope Mitch McConnell and Chuck Grassley just ram Brett Kavanaugh through. They need to have a hearing. I think they will. They need to have a hearing. Let Christine Ford speak her piece. Let Brett Kavanaugh defend himself. Um, And if there isn't any evidence, just ram him through, get him on the bench and that way guys like you and I can talk about something else cuz i am really exactly. th- this process has been dragging on it's been a complete abomination like you said the spartacus it's a total joke it, it is why a joke why this
0: why this has to why these things they're just doing things to get uh, like uh, what they do is they're just uh, grandstanding to be candidates for president based, based on nothing you know honestly i really hope cory booker's the nominee he is a total clown
1: he won't be there's no way there's no way
0: close like, you don't make up imaginary friends and, like—
1: T-Bone! God,
0: I hope so. I hope you're wrong. He'll be easily the most eatable, beatable candidate. I'm saying this from New Jersey.
1: Right. Yeah, he's—I yeah. he. I think Trump would really have his way with Cory Booker in the debates, you know, bringing up T-Bone and Spartacus and, and the whole thing. I think it would be pretty comical.
0: But, it, was the, it was the most hilarious thing, yes, last week with Spartacus. And then, like, he just—he didn't even know how to break the law Right,
1: <laughs> right. You wanted to look like the bad boy so bad, even though he actually wasn't doing anything wrong. It's, it's kind of sad, if you think the about it. The
0: guy puts off the most beta personality ever.
1: <laughs> so here's the thing with the Christine Ford allegations. Let's, she, let's say she is telling the truth. I kind of doubt it, but let's say she is. I mean, do the Democrats and the media understand that anybody on the right, any conservative, any Republican, has absolutely no reason to believe they're telling the truth ever? I mean if they haven't been lying over and over for the last twenty or thirty years and if the media had been covering both sides fairly it's Yeah, it would be a different story. But let's talk about the the, the piece from last Thursday, I believe, in the New York Times, uh, that claimed Nikki Haley spent fifty two thousand dollars of taxpayer money to buy new curtains in her residence in New York City, buried towards the end of the piece where the actual facts that these curtains were purchased in 2016 by the Obama administration, obviously when Nikki Haley was the governor of South Carolina. So, the New York Times knew this. They published it anyway. I mean, why would we believe anything these hacks have to say? Did
0: they even have anything about Nikki Haley in the story at all? I mean, like, they, they dated it, and it was supposed to be for the next Democrat Hillary appointee. Right. I mean, Nikki Haley had absolutely nothing to do with it. I mean, that being said, when have they ever cared about... Somebody spending money before. Right. Unless it's for a wall, of course. Right. Or for the troops.
1: You know, and the New York Times the next day issued a retraction, which is just bullshit. I mean, these guys figured out the formula, man. Like, the mainstream media has figured out the formula. You lie, you make up stuff, you disparage Republicans, and then you issue a little retraction the next day but as always, you know, the story gets millions of clicks, the lie gets millions of clicks and the, retar- and the retraction gets buried because nobody pays attention to it. This is why everybody hates the press and this is why they have absolutely no credibility. And you know, going back to, you know, Christine Ford, these allocations, it it sucks because I'm sure you feel the same way. It, it's just it's tough to wade through the bullshit on the left to actually form an opinion because it's like you're you're you know they lie. You know they lie to you. You know the Democrats. All they do is lie to you. You know all the Washington Post and the New York Times. All they do is lie to you. And you try not to just discredit these these claims or something like that because I would be wrong. I mean, everybody deserves to be heard uh, and taken seriously. But because the media and the Democrats are so dishonest, it just muddies the water for me, man. Like my my default position is just to not believe anything they say. I know that's not that's not good. Like I'm not like I'm not saying. We should be that. We should feel that way. But do you kind of feel the same way?
0: Absolutely, and I'll tell you why. It started. I think it started before this, actually, for me. But the thing that really culminated it, and um, I mean, I think the Roy Moore thing with me came from this also. What Harry Reid did to Mitt Romney, saying that that he paid no taxes, that he heard from some random, uh, some random uh, little birdie or whatever. And then when 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 Obama won, and they found out uh, Harry Reid lied. He just said, I don't care. We won. Truth is a truth is not a leftist value. No, at
1: all. you're right. Yeah.
0: That, the ends justify the means no matter
1: what. Right. And yeah, I mean, he 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 didn't even hide his his feelings on that situation. He didn't even lie about it. He, he just said, yeah, you know, wasn't true. But, you know, we we accomplished our goal. You know, Romney lost. So who cares? And and it's th- like, wow, it's
0: hard. Really? Like, uh, to me, I mean, like, even if Trump does something that I don't like, let's just, I, I don't know, um, uh, tweeting or whatever. Sometimes I sometimes I find them weird. I just don't care anymore because I am never, ever going to side with the left on anything. They, they, they just they <laughs> despise my way of life. They will they will lie. They will destroy people's lives. They will they'll do anything to advance power. They don't care about anyone but themselves. So it sucks that we live in this tribalistic culture. But what else are we supposed to do?
1: Right. I know. And that's it's a constant struggle for me, man. And I go back and forth on this constantly um, doing two shows a week. And obviously I try to call balls and strikes with President Trump. I, I me too. I, I try.
0: I find it. I find it harder and harder. It is. It, because, you know, because because the other side is just like throw like if I call a strike, I'm siding with them and I'm making it sound like, OK, Trump maybe shouldn't have said this. Oh my god, am I saying Trump is Hitler? Just like them. And obviously I know I'm not. But it does feel that way sometimes. And it's tough. It's very, very tough.
1: Right. And sometimes I have to. Yeah, I, I I try my best, man, and I get a lot of flack for not calling out Trump maybe as much as I should, but like you said, if you're comparing the two sides, there's really no no parallel, man. Like lying about you know, crowd size at the inauguration and lying about, you know, potentially lying about a sexual assault to try to derail a, a, a Supreme Court justice you don't like. One's a hell of a lot worse than the other, man. Like I, I don't really care about like the little fibs that Trump tells on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't really left, bother me that much.
0: This, the left has done this forever. Think Walter Duranty with the with the Soviet Union. Think of how they how the New York Times, in particular, the egregious New York Times, has buried the buried the Holocaust. Right. Um.
1: <sighs> they
0: even admitted it sixty years too late. Right. That they would they would put it in like sec- page twenty one section C, uh, column F, or whatever. Um,
1: right. Yeah. It says just...
0: and it was run by a Jew, which is sick. I mean, obviously I'm Jewish, so I could say this, but you know, <laughs> left wing left wing Jews are really like the Jews' worst enemies. It, it, it's sad. It really is sad to say this, but it really is. Just like left wing Christians are really you know Christianity is. Important enemies, too. Right. Leftism is a religion. Right.
1: No, you're absolutely right. And they definitely, left-wing Christians and Jews, prioritize leftism over their faith, obviously, if yeah. they even They're have... About the, um, even if they do believe the faith that they claim to believe. Um, and they, they use, especially, I've noticed it more and more from um, left-wing Jews, is that they they use their Jewishness as, like, a get-out-of-jail-free card to just, like, shit all over Israel, or something. You know what I mean? Except, like they, Exactly.
0: They don't know the first thing about their judaism they don't know they can't speak a word of hebrew they don't know anything like they, they don't you know they probably never kept a shabbat in their lives and, and again i'm not saying that non-religious jews are bad, bad people i'm saying that the people who crap all over israel and then pretend to be the high horse of judaism they're full of crap they really are right i have plenty of non-religious relatives and friends they
1: don't do this right no i totally agree man so, back to yeah. Kavanaugh, what's your prediction? I think he gets I, I think he gets confirmed. I don't think they push... I think he gets confirmed by I don't the, think they push a, the vote I back. I don't think they're going yeah. to... I certainly hope they don't push the vote back. This is all a stall from the Democrats, obviously, whether they believe this woman's allegations or not. They just want to, you know, push the vote back as long as possible after the election and then hope that Democrats win back the Senate, and then they'll... They're, they're not
0: going to... That, that's the thing. They're not going to win back the Senate. They know they're not. I
1: know. I mean, that's their...
0: What I think is going to end up happening... Let's assume, for argument's sake, that Flake, Murkowski, and Collins drop out. I, I, I don't think either of the other two, uh, um, you know, so-called Republicans are going to drop out. Um, I don't think any of them actually will end up doing it when push comes to shove. But let's assume well, the, the most likely one right now is Flake. Let's say Flake drops out. I think one of the red state Democrats who finds themselves vulnerable um, will end up switching over because they don't want to lose their they
1: seat. They have to. I mean, Joe Manchin, Heidi Heitkamp. Uh, Joe Donnelly, Claire McCaskill, at least two out of those four are going to flip. They have to, and especially...
0: High camp probably will lose her seat, I think has the highest chance. I think Donnelly's going to lose his seat. Manchin, I don't know what his deal is. He seems so well-liked, even though he votes for everything that West Virginia hates. I don't know what it is about
1: him. He was a very, very Um, popular governor before he was a senator. He was a very popular governor back when there were Conservative Democrats. Back when you know being a conservative Democrat was a thing, um he was a very, very beloved governor, and so that goodwill has just kind of carried him uh, through the last you know six years of just voting the leftist agenda. You know, which is just I don't even understand. I don't understand how he
0: did vote. He did vote for Gorsuch, so I can't see him voting for Kavanaugh anyway.
1: He did. And I think a couple of them. I think
0: though. I think the... Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No. Go ahead. So I think the, I think those three, the ones that everybody brings up, the, the top three most vulnerable Senate Democrats that are in the red that are in the red states, will um, will vote for him. I I believe I may be mistaken. I believe all three of them voted for Gorsuch also. Hyde, uh, Camp, uh, Mansion, and Donnelly. Right.
1: Yeah, they did. And uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think it gets confirmed. I don't think they pushed the vote back. Um, at least they better not. They better not. You know, Grassley and and McConnell need to really step up, and uh, you know. Put it all on the table and say no, we're not going to. If be they pulled. do,
0: then, if they do, then McConnell needs to resign.
1: Right, I McConnell's been he's been growing on me the last, the last year or so. I think he's he's making. I like the cocaine, he's making the transformation. Like the he's, yeah, he's making the. He's
0: not a, he's he, he's he, he is a hater of conservatives. He though. I, I I am not a fan. But I that being said, when he does something good, sure. I
1: just like the personal transformation from Turtle to Cocaine Mitch. You know. Like, the, Every the attitude, you know, that. he's got a I, little bit more awesome. balls than he used to have, so I definitely appreciate that. Um,
0: that trolling of uh, Don Blinkenship <laughs> with the, um, what was it, Breaking Bad it was amazing. Yeah.
1: Just tremendous. I didn't know he had it in him, man. I mean, that's, out, out of all the senators. I don't, know
0: who's on his, I don't know who's on his communications team who thought of that, but that's amazing. His
1: team and then uh, Orrin Hatch's communications team. Just, they deserve gold, gold oh, yeah. medals, man.
0: I'm going to miss him. I really am going to miss his tweeting. Uh, hopefully he tweets more after he... Uh, has nothing to do
1: I hope he tweets until about 30 years after he's dead honestly because his Twitter feed yeah, if exactly. anybody doesn't follow Orrin Hatch on Twitter you're, you're definitely missing out
0: just, just, just have them on auto um, <laughs> you know just have, that, have them going on an auto clock for 30 years
1: the man's like 90 so that, I mean that makes the, the tweets even funnier yeah something
0: like, like that he's in the sleep I don't know exactly
1: <laughs> yeah but I agree Kavanaugh gets confirmed. And obviously, look, I don't know how you could actually bring any kind of material evidence to this, but let's say Christine Ford does. I totally changed my mind. <laughs> and, you know, if, the, if this is true, then wow, you know, I, we should definitely get rid of Kavanaugh and, and you know, get somebody in there with, with higher character. But I just don't see that happening at this point. I just don't see it.
0: I don't either. I can't think of any, any, cost, any possible material evidence there could have even been from the story.
1: Right. And it's not like even—something like this, like the statute of limitations is long over. It's not like a prosecutable offense anyway. It's also
0: not an FBI thing to investigate. It would be a state crime anything.
1: Right. Yeah, it would be like the Maryland government. You know, the state government would have to look into it. And I don't think anybody has has shown any interest in looking into it. Just because there's not enough there, it would be a waste of taxpayer money investigating something like this. But, all right, man.
0: Right, I think the FBI turned it down. Yeah,
1: they did. I mean, they immediately—they just looked at the lack of evidence. They said, no way. Like, we're not— committing resources to this which is obviously smart so jeremy again thanks right. so much for uh, coming in literally on five mm-hmm. minutes notice i'll have you back very soon and i'll give you like you know at least 24 hours notice so you can prepare <laughs> but i appreciate awesome. i appreciate Anytime. you bailing me out man where can everybody find you online
0: so i'm um, on twitter at frankel jeremy uh you can find my writing at daily wire the resurgent and other places i tend to post in a lot of places
1: Everybody, follow Jeremy. He's great. Check out his writing. He's one of the best in the business. Um, I'm Brady Leonard. I'll be back on Wednesday. No gimmicks.